Hey, what's up, guys? We are the Barbara Girls. I'm Sudi. And I'm Michelle. Como esta mi gente? Hello, okay. What's happening? How are you guys feeling? It's Friday, y'all. Woo-hoo. I love how we always are super excited, and then we go into some deep, really deep stuff. Like, it's yeah. Friday. Now, let's talk now, about dismantling the system. Yeah. And guess, you guessed it correctly. That's we exactly what we're doing. About. But you're checking us out on Latino X. Radio. Radio. And hello to all the people listening to on our Spotify and all other platforms that are streaming. Yes, we're happy to be here. Okay, guys, so I know we're getting ready to celebrate 4th of July. Ew. I know a lot of you guys are still celebrating. As you guys already know, we ain't with it at all. Never, never. But of course, uh, what we celebrate on 4th of July is freedom, right? Obviously, we freedom. don't have that. Black mm-hmm. folks don't have that. People of color don't have it. The kids locked up in ice by ice in cages don't have it. You know who didn't have it? Mm-hmm. You know who tried to fight for it for in America and then America failed her? Who? Oh. Vanessa Guillen. Vanessa Guillen, guys. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because I'm ashamed of even now finding out out about her. Well, yeah. Her her disappearance happened in April. April 22nd. And we are now hearing about it. Actually, we're not now hearing about it. Because from what I've seen is that people were reposting. People were sharing her information when it first broke out. But it wasn't viral. Apparently, I think it went viral June 11th when Sama Hayek posted something of her. And she said, I'm going to keep posting her face every single day until we get justice. Oh. so if I That's what I think that became. Like, yes. Yes. Sama Hayek, I feel like, is like the symbolism of like Mexican famous celebrity actress. Yeah. Yeah. But so we should break down the facts that we know about Vanessa Guillen because Right, till this day right now, they found remains, but nothing has been confirmed. But it's all pointing to that those are the remains of yes. Vanessa. Yeah. And we're gonna get we're gonna walk you guys right through it. It but giving you guys information that we know. Yeah. And obviously educating you guys who don't know. So Vanessa Guillen was a twenty year old Mexican American beautiful girl oh my god we've seen the pictures of her she's super gorgeous she was extremely intelligent she was very talented yeah and when people say she was very a very happy person she Mm -hmm. was an athlete she was an athlete played soccer she was in uh, her 15 percent top of her class she she graduated yeah 15 percent and then her mom was uh saying in an interview that she always knew that she wanted to serve our country she always knew she wanted to be in the military even when her mom pleaded because a lot of latina parents are like nah don't Mm -hmm. do it because my mom when i did rotc in high school my mom was like no don't do it they're gonna draft you and i was like no i'm good i'm never gonna join the army or military i'm good so vanessa she was always outspoken how she wanted to fight for her country she wanted to obviously protect and served us and once again, the system has failed, failed her. another person of color, this time a woman. And because she's a woman, I think it plays a big role as to why this has not been, been a bigger of a story than it should have been. You think that because she was Latina and a woman of color, like she was, sorry, I meant she's because she was a woman and because she was Latina, it was like the double whammy mm. of why it didn't get 
Like, I honestly think it's because she's, she's a, a woman. woman. I mean, obviously, I, the Latino part could play a part in it. But research found, find out that about 80% of women in the military are sexually um, assaulted. Are sexually assaulted. Oh, sexually harassed. Sorry. Are sexually harassed. Yeah. And then sexually assaulted, the 25%. percentage is 25%. So 80% are sexually harassed. Like, do we really grasp that? 80%. Mm. And um, I was reading a statistic that 74% um, percent of people that are victims of that don't even like um tell anyone because they they're they have fear right so that's 80 percent that is reported we don't even know mm. like it could be higher yeah and, and that's we- crazy it's only 20 percent left like guys what are we talking about when we drop these numbers down but then again we the numbers are crazy the story of vanessa's uh whereabouts and her murder is even crazier oh my okay God. so she told her mom three weeks before she went missing that she was being sexually harassed at work. Yes. Meaning at work, at her base. She's works with a military. By her higher ups, her superiors. Like her, um, her, her major sergeant. You know what I'm saying? Not like her fellow peers, but the people that are higher ranking. Mm-hmm. Which is, that's like a common uh, pattern that happens when it comes to people that have higher. 50 por- 54% of women that report their sexual assault are indeed um, assaulted by people of higher ranking. Mm, I, yeah, I would never, I could never put it past it because they use that whole tactic of fear. Like I'm your superior, no one's gonna believe it's you. It's like if it's the people that are highest doing this to you, mm-hmm. you're who are you gonna tell? It's supposed to be the people highest that you go and tell, but how do you tell them? Yep. So three weeks before her disappearance, oh, yes. she tells her mom she's been sexually assaulted. Oh, so her mom's freaking out. So her mom's freaking out. Her mom's like, what's, her, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Yes. And then because she was scared that they were, she was scared that they were going to hurt her mom. Mm-hmm. So she's like, listen, I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to handle it. And then a couple weeks later, she disappeared. Yeah. So on the day that she disappeared, which was April, April 22nd. 22nd, she texts her mom and her family all the time. They are, they communicate very well. So at that, but around 8 p.m., her sister got worried. Her older sister Mary, uh, was it is Mary? I think her older sister name is Marianne. Marianne, um, she reported that her sister that she had not heard from her sister back. So that guy had worried. So she called the base and she was like, "Hey, I want to know the whereabouts of my sister. We haven't heard from her." And they said, "Well, we just implemented a curfew because of COVID-19. So the curfew is at 10 p.m. So." Everyone was supposed to report by 10 p.m. Yes. Did we figure out her sister's name? Her sister's name. Her name is Myra. 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 Not Mary. We're going to give you guys all the facts. Myra. Myra. So, they waited till 10 p.m. And Vanessa never never showed up. Never showed up. Now, that's when families start freaking the fuck out. They're like, where is my sister? We need answers. So, the next day, they found her key, her belongings in the armory room yes the armory room was where she was last seen no yeah. she was last seen in the parking lot of the the base of the yeah. army base for you guys who are in the military um fort hood is the military base yes. that she was in in texas so they found her purse they found um her swiping card so her car where they have to like come in and out they mm-hmm. give access to them they found her car there um, and immediately her family reported her missing. The next day, they was like, okay, there's something wrong. So they went to the authorities, which is the military authorities. Mind you, pay attention to this part, guys. Conflict of interest. Anything that is stolen, taken, 
uh, anything, any criminal activity is investigated by to the military. So just keep that in mind when when we think when we're talking about the case. Um, It's it's investigated by the criminal investigation division uh, of the army. So they they hit him up. Say, where's my daughter? We need to know the answers. What's happening? Yeah. Don't worry about it. We're gonna look into it. Oh, they didn't. They didn't permit them to go, it, get on on the base mm-hmm. looking for their daughter. They didn't let Vanessa's family on base. Oh, and their excuse was because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yep, because of COVID. That was their excuse, guys. This is the biggest, the biggest station military base in the world, not just the United States. Fort Hood is the biggest one in the world. And you guys can Google factors if you guys want to. It's 100% factual. The biggest one. They don't have cameras. How, what, when, what kind of logic does that make? First of all, that just, it, that, it just sounds so shady. And that's how I know that it's definitely not a one-person job mm-hmm. of her disappearance and now her alleged murder. I'm going to say alleged, but I, it's a murder. So yes. they murdered her. Um, but... So the the guy that that came out that the first suspect, which he ended up killing himself, guys. Yeah, he ends up killing himself. The only sus, sus, suspect that we have, well, military, because they have a civilian um, also in uh, as oh, a suspect. Oh yeah, that, yes. And she was the girlfriend of the now deceased suspect, and his name is Army Specialist Aaron David Robinson. And he was a junior uh, sergeant. And so the civilian, her name is Cecilia. Is it Cecilia? Cecilia um, Aguilar. And she's a civilian. But also what's weird, Sudi, is that she's an estranged wife of a former soldier. And now, and the girlfriend of the deceased um, specialist now, Aaron yes. David Robinson. So that's just... It's all types of messy, guys. I don't know if... It, so you guys were following. They found two suspects in the murder. Yeah, which Michelle's name, uh, uh, Sergeant Aaron, and then the former wife of a former, uh, well, like a state, it's not really former soldier. wife, it's a, it's a strange, strange wife. wife. She's yeah. still the wife, and she's still the girlfriend of another guy, yeah, not the yeah, dead guy. So they are the two main subjects right now. Well, one is dead, and the other one just got released on bail. She got released on bail, like what that's crazy, and. And so the story goes, or let's continue the story mm-hmm. here. Yeah. So now, today, they shed some light. They're saying that Vanessa um, was murdered in the armory room yes. by Aaron Robinson with a hammer. They, he bl- he bludgeoned her and um, put her in a pelican case. Then realized that he couldn't dispose of her body by himself. So then he reached out to his girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. But here, Sudi, is where I'm like, mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. what's going on because she came back with a machete to chop the body right and then to and then put cement over it and dump it but my thing is the reports are saying that her body was already in the pelican case yes. um before he contacted Cis, uh, cecilia cecilia my thing is if the largest pelican case is three feet um and for the people that don't know what a pelican case is where they put like rifles and guns in it so my question is how did they fit vanessa Yang's body she was a five foot two hundred and what was 26 pound. 26 pound young lady 
in this Pelican case. Not, we're not even confirming that it's that they had the largest case, right? That's just saying the maximum. They had to obviously dismember her body before they can fit it in a Pelican case. So right there, the reports sound shady as hell. Bruh, but the, it's even shadier because they found blood spread all over the armor room that belonged to her, allegedly. Allegedly, they found blood of Vanessa in the armor room. So... Why did the army say that she was missing? Wait a minute. April, May, June, July. July. Hold on. They have blood. It does not take that long to discover what it, it is. And then also my friend that's in the army also told me that like if a pair of military goggles go missing, they shut down the whole unit. They shut down the whole base mm-hmm. to look for them. So when a person is allegedly missing... Why is it taking so long? Why? Because they're trying to cover up and they're trying to have a cover story and they're trying to cover every single step possible. This is not a one person murder here, people. They're telling me that if people are telling me, because I have a lot of lots of friends in the military, they're like, if you're 10 minutes late, they're checking, they're checking you. They're like, they're checking on you. They're calling you out. They want to know where you're at every second of every hour. Mm -hmm. So when Vanessa's doing her own thing, and someone comes, Aaron comes to murder her. No one's checking for Aaron where he's supposed to be at. Oh, let's tell this to our viewers. So the day she got murdered, she actually got called in to work. And it was supposed to be her day off. Mm. And her higher-ups called her in to work. But when she got there, like, her higher-ups weren't there. So I'm, I definitely think that Aaron wasn't the only suspect. I don't even know. They're saying that he murdered himself. But I don't even know if... If it's just like, you know, he's taking the fall for it because he's not here now to. Right. So, so they found the suspect, which was Aaron, and they went to arrest him. Oh, yes. And While they were going to arrest him, he put the gun to himself and shot himself and killed himself. This is the CID that's saying that. The, yes, yeah. The Army Investigation Unit. This yeah. is who's saying this to the public. Then they arrest Cecilia Aguilar. Um. Because she's a suspect in, in it now. Yeah. Release her own bell. Guys, I don't know if you guys have been listening. You guys can literally put the pieces together. There's something fishy here. Well, yeah. This is not a case where he was upset that she was going to ride him out and then he killed her and then disposed the body. That Like how the, the media or the military is trying to make it seem that it happened. Well, also, him, him carrying out the Pelican case... My friends are like, listen, Pelican cases aren't that heavy with the rifle. So if you're putting a whole body, you're going to be struggling with it. And that someone saw him with it, but they didn't, mm-hmm. they didn't say anything. They didn't have, they didn't tell anyone that something looks like not like, like fishy. So I just know that. The investigation should have taken this long, guys. It should have not taken this long. And again, it's one of those things that once you see that the public is put in pressure, that's when they want to start acting or start giving us answers. How the fuck she went missing in April and we're hearing about this now in July? That's why the mom was saying, the mom's like, oh, so now you're putting up a show Mm -hmm. because she said in an interview, she's like, like, I've been demanding this since April 22nd and you guys have been giving me the runaround, you know. Um, not confirming anything about her whereabouts, lying about everything. And then the military released a statement saying, like, oh, the only reason we haven't talked is because it can hinder the process. What process? Mm-hmm. What progress? It's it's just all bullshit, it's obviously. all bullshit. And they don't want to associate this sexual harassment case with the murder case. They're trying to make it seem like it's two separate things. And the, um, the head of the military who gave actually a, a news briefing today, 
uh, address that, that those two things are separate and they have not found any evidence that proves that Vanessa was sexually assaulted. Um, can I actually read you um, a statistic? Um, a 2011 report uh, found that women in the U.S. military were more likely to be raped by fellow soldiers than they were to be killed in combat. What? Guys, this is unacceptable. America. Unacceptable. I'm, uh, unacceptable. I'm sorry. But I just wanted to point out the America that we are living in. This is supposed to be the land of the free hum of the brave. Our military brothers and sisters put the lives, their lives on the line every single day for us. Every single day to protect and serve. And the fucking audacity of the United States military force cannot take the second to purpo- to, to uh, properly investigate this. Yeah. Just shows that they do not give a they don't fuck care. about I wouldn't, us. I could never... I can never join the military, Sudi, and I know it, that makes me sound not patriotic, but absolutely not. How many stories, guys, think about it. Um, if you guys have a Twitter, right? We're in 2020, have a Twitter. Um, on Twitter, everyone's sharing their, their story. Yes. And they're ha- putting hashtag, I am Vanessa Guillen. And think about it. The only reason people are saying their stories now is because they're a lot of them aren't in base and a lot of them are home. A lot of them feel protected. Yeah. So just think about all the... I've seen I seen a story that a woman's like, yes, seven years ago, I was raped by, you know, the commander of chief. And she's only saying this now because the moment other victims and survivors come out with their stories, you know, there's power in numbers. So how many other stories, thousands and countless stories, we are never going to hear? Mm-hmm. And then, um, so, Sudi, my friend that's in the military, he wanted to break it down so we can understand and we can, like, paint a clearer picture for us talking about how, why he thinks other people are involved um so so vanessa had a squad leader right and a team leader so my friend used to be a squad leader and he had eight soldiers under him and then two two team leaders and each team leader had three they looked after those team leaders report reported to him with any issues. So if anyone on his squad felt uncomfortable talking to their team leader, they would go up to him. And if they felt uncomfortable talking to him, they can go above to the platoon leader all the way up to the commander. Mm-hmm. As, as a squad leader, he knew everything going on within his squad, from his male to his female soldiers about their professional and personal lives. So there was trust and report. Now, uh, he said that Vanessa may not have had all that, but she definitely had a squad squad leader who should have been aware of all of this. And he feels like it's a systematic failure that took place to protect this soldier. Mm -hmm. So it's like he just broke it down into like a family tree of how many people should be protected. And that's why I know for sure that it wasn't a one man act. And that's so scary Mm -hmm. because her team failed her. Failed her miserably. Failed her over and over again. And like you said, imagine all the other women and men and men because think about it it's hard for women to come up and tell the story oh can you be men 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 getting sexually assaulted by other men i mean like i'm not gonna say that women aren't sexually assaulting men Mm. like on base but i will say that predominantly it's men collectively it's men doing the abusing of course of course yeah 100 percent. and then they know they're gonna get away with it because it's shit like this they keep getting covered up over and over. And then also a lot of so the so Vanessa told her mom don't do don't say anything because 
Vanessa's not the first woman that mm-hmm. her higher ups sexually assaulted. There's other women that reported it and they got um dishonorably discharged. Yeah. So they get threatened that if you say something, obviously no one's gonna believe you. You're gonna get dishonorably discharged. And if oh, you're happens gonna shame to you, if you get dishonorably discharged from the military Pretty much no one wants to hire It doesn't you. look good on it your... It does not look good on your resume. They want to know if you got fired, basically, from the highest position that this country can give you as a, as a citizen, what do you think... Why do you think we should give you a job? So think about all these things that these women and men go through when they ha- they are fearful of coming up, uh, putting complaints about their the people in charge of it. It just sounds it sounds so helpless because it's like the people that are supposed to be helping you are hurting you, yeah. and now we have this twenty year old that's dead. Twenty years. Twenty. Old. She had a so baby. Much life. So much life to and go. And then today they just um they put her as a specialist because of her time, right? Yeah, they promoted her as a specialist. I don't know how I feel about that to be quite honest. Like the, the audacity I have. The it's audacity. like get your fucking fake harmony showing ass out of here. Where were you April twenty third when her family was like, Where is she? Because mm-hmm. think about it. We we put blind faith in all these mm. people. In the law enforcement, in the military. You yeah. know, we give our lives to them. And if you think about it, like you have, you're leaving your family and your safe space to go somewhere and be amongst all these people, and you have to trust them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a question for the All Lives Matter people. Here. Where you at? Where you at? Where are you at? If all lives matter to you, where are you? Why aren't you pulling up for Vanessa like you were like you are pretending to pull up for the right people? Why aren't you out here protesting for Vanessa if all lives matter, right? Say her name. Why aren't you saying her name? Why is this now becoming just a public thing when this happened in April, people? What is going on? These are things that you have to ask yourself. What are you doing? What are you doing when things like this are happening? Sudi, sorry. I just forgot to mention that a third of victims are discharged after reporting, typically within seven months of making a report. A third of victims slash survivors are discharged after reporting. And 64% of women who reported a sexual assault face retaliation. More than half. <sighs> who? What? Guys, what is happening? What is happening? If you're not concerned about the state of this country, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what rock you're living on. I don't know what How do you want me? How do you in- want me to celebrate July 4th this weekend? Okay. I mean, for the rest of my what, life. Yeah, for the rest of your life, how are you guys going to sit there and celebrate liberation and freedom when no one is free? When we are clearly seeing it over and over. And this is just that one girl that we are hearing about. Oh, my God. Just go on Twitter and just click the hashtag. You're going to hear countless and thousands and thousands and thousands of stories. Mm-hmm. And how many other victims that we'll never see? How many other victims have died yeah. in the hands of this? Buried up, covered up cases. This is just like the Me Too movement. Literally oh, just like the yes, Me Too exactly. movement. And this is not going to be silenced. We refuse to allow this to be silenced. So, just like how we go out there and we protest and we demand of our people in, in the Congress and people in higher uh, positions, we are demanding that the, the, the con- congressional FBI gets involved in this. In There's no way that the military should be in, be in charge of uh, researching this, uh, uh, of um, they're in charge of, of this case. Yeah. How the military 
is investigating the military. I know people People are just like, oh, you know, the military are harsher than regular civilians. I'm like, well, clearly there's a lot of things that they're letting people uh, slide yeah. with because of their ranking, and that's not okay. And it uh, obviously, it also mimics how America is, right? Mm-hmm. It mimics everything. Everything. It's like the more power you have, you can get away with more things. There's more cover-ups and everything. So I am pretty sure the sister, also like us right now, is also demanding a congressional um, mm-hmm. investigation. Yeah. We're, we are demanding, we are going to take the streets. I mean, we're still in the streets every single day. But we are going to take the streets and we're going to say her name every single time until justice is served. There's no fucking way that that man killed himself and he was the only person that knew information. There's except no for way. And there's no way that that is taking this long when it comes to him. There's just no way. No. It's like, it's going to take you this, you're telling me that everyone's going to, ask all the soldiers like where are you during this time and then his story hasn't added up and that it's gonna take you this long to figure it out Mm -hmm. clearly it's other people i don't know if he's the scapegoat i don't know i mean so do you think he killed himself you think he killed himself in front of the cid i don't think that he killed himself i honestly think that they took him out because he knew way too much information i honestly don't even think that he was probably the person who did it because she mentioned it higher up and he's and he's a junior, he, a junior he's a sergeant. Junior. I mean, he's still higher than her. He's one, high, yeah. He's like one step higher than her, but still technically, he's considered like her coworker, not higher ups. Yeah. So that is what it is. That's shady. So clearly, it's not only him. So I'm like, did they just kill him so they can get it over with? Did he did he just kill himself? Like what? In my mind, I'm like, why would he just kill himself? I mean, well, because if, if he did it, then he would kill himself because he got caught. But. Uh, I don't know. There's something. There, there's there's so much more to this story, and like I already see people um, talking about like, oh well, I guess only Black Lives Matter, not Brown Lives. Talking about Vanessa. Yeah, of course. With anything in this fucking country, people are gonna turn into a political thing. Of course, of course, of course. But it just, it just, it is, it that just like bothered the crap out of me. It's like don't, don't. Don't don't taint Vanessa's death like this. Don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you want to taint another movement. It's like wh- when I go out there and I f- and me and Sudie fight for Black Lives Matter. Vanessa's right there next to me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like we're, we're, say her name, Vanessa Gang. Okay. Yeah. She mattered, and it's a she does matter. And when like this is similar to like when when you when you think about Brianna's mother, Brianna Taylor's mother, right? When you think about it, you're like, what do you tell her? What do you tell that mom? And yeah. If, and, and this is the thing that you always have to make it um, more personal. Like, how would you feel if your daughter or son was leaving home to protect us and they don't make it back? Like, this is the thing that we had to put in perspective so people can be like, oh, shit, this is serious. Because a lot of people always do the... Oh, well, it's not my daughter. Oh, well, it's somebody else's daughter. Well, so, if she um, only did this, and if she only reported this, and if she, and it's like... It does not matter if she would have done a million things, and she did, because she actually did report what happened to her. And clearly, this is how it ended up for her. So is this is like, in a way, sending a message to women that it doesn't matter what you do, what you say. No one's going to hear. No one's going to care. Yeah, well... It's crazy because 
again, I'm refer I'm referencing to my friend because he has real life experiences in the military. It's coming from him. He would always tell his female soldiers to pair up with people and to have rape rape whistles. This is on the base with your fellow soldiers. Now think about it. It's supposed to be a brotherhood and a sisterhood, no? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, by the way, you may or may not get yeah, raped. Right, right, right. Hey, by the way, take this whistle just in case, you know. Holy like, crap. Where are women going to feel comfortable and safe? Where right. are women going to feel safe? Where? Like, bro, we don't feel safe anywhere. So you're telling me that you're going to give the same talk to me when I am crossing the street at dark coming home from New York City that you're going to give me when I'm on base with my fellow Americans that were fighting for the same exact talk. It that people come on. This is just common sense. This is just a human. Like you are a human. Use your brain. This is not about like oh I, I, we were reading tweets about like um well sh- this is just another propaganda to bring the U.S. Army down. Um, if these women are getting really raped, then why do they keep joining the Air Force oh, or the no. military force? Mm-hmm. I'm like we're not doing what? that. We're not doing that, people. Like, what is going on, people? Like, for real. Oh, yeah. And then they have these training programs. And my friend's like, it's a joke, Michelle. The, the um, the like, the training programs uh, when it comes to rape and sexual assault and sexual harassment. Mm. And he's like, it's literally a joke. So I'm just like, don't you guys get, like, a really big budget? Billions of dollars. Billions, no, actually trillions. Trillions, trillions of, dollars. of dollars. So I'm trying to figure out where is it going to? Where? Where is it going? The same question we have for the police department. Again, you know, we always got to bring it back to defunding the police one way or another. <laughs> defunding um, the police? Where? where? All this money's coming out of nowhere because the U.S. claims that don't have it. But when they do have it, it's like, where are you guys that put in this? Again, for you guys that don't know about Fort, Fort Hood, the station... A lot of other crimes have happened there. Oh before. yes, Vanessa is not the only person. A that prostitution has gone ring happened in 2015. A whole prostitution ring. Guys. How do you guys even have time for? How are you guys gonna fight for our country and then also like when they said a side job, this wasn't this it. Wasn't this it. wasn't that it. Wasn't a prostitution it, ring. No, it was not no. it. And you guys are making bread over there. So what else? Like humans are evil. Like you are, you're making money. You're doing this. I, in my head, I'm like. Okay, Okay, if you can do a prostitution ring, I really need to ask, like, have you always been a bad person? Don't you have to think that? Yeah. Like, where did you get corrupt thinking, like, hey, like, let me, this is a good idea. Judy, let's do a good, Yeah. I know you've been a good person all your life, right? but let's do this prostitution ring. Are you down? And then you're like, you know what? You know what? Prostitution sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are people just evil? Or, like, do we learn, like, hold on. Going back to the prostitution ring, this dude, the sergeant that got caught with the prostitution ring, gets released from the military. A few years later, guess what, guys? He that becomes a foster parent. Oh, hell the no. The military, oops, forgot to write down that he it's ring an entire prostitution ring in the military. So when they did the background check on him, they didn't find anything. They just allow him to be a foster parent. Eventually, a few years later, they did more investigation and they find they uh, took away his rights to be a foster parent. That was just one of the things that happened so in that in that uh, station. You're telling me that a woman can report her sexual assault or harassment and get uh, dishonorably discharged, mm-hmm. but 
Yep. A male soldier can can yeah had a whole prostitution ring. Did two years, and everybody's like, "Man, you could just you just know. quietly go on along." Yeah, guy. and you'll be all right. I want to talk about a tweet that Donald Trump wrote, and it's dating back to 2013. But I, I want to get your guys' opinions on it. You, we all know that uh, uh, your president, uh, not, yeah, my president not my president, <laughs> not my president, but he um likes to tweet a lot. Um, so he tweeted back in 2013, he said 26,000 unreported sexual assaults in the military, only 238 convictions. What did these geniuses expect when they put men and women together? So obviously that left like a sour taste in my mouth, right? By him saying that I'm like, he's an, is he trying to justify rape? Is he trying to justify sexual assault? Is he trying to just say, this is how... Well, clearly he's a rapist himself. Oh, no, he's a pedophile, so 100%. He's justifying it because he knows. He's like, oh, no, like, I'm a rapist too. So it's like... He's it's like, fine. women close to my atmosphere? Oh, man. So it's like, men can't control their impulse. Like, I'm trying to figure this out. Yeah. And this is the person that's leading our country. This is why we say that mothers, you really... Mothers and fathers, you have to talk to your sons. Like, stop... Let's stop putting the blame on women. Like, we have to. Point blank, parent. I don't give a fuck if I was naked shaking my titties in your motherfucking face. That does not give you the right to touch me, rape me, or sexually assault me in any fucking way. Point blank, period. I don't care what nobody says. Men, it is not okay. I don't know how many times we have to tell you. It is not okay for you guys to touch us. It is not okay for you guys to think that you're even flirting with us by giving us this cute names that you think we find flattering because we fucking don't. We, we find you disgusting. We need to eliminate the cat calling culture. We need to eliminate the sexual assault. It's, I actually, Sudi, today I seen... Um, Someone posed a question saying, when was, how old were you when you got objectified or sexualized by a man? Mm. And I was like eight. How old were you? I was 11. And, and I'm just like, this is part of taking away a girl's innocence so mm-hmm. young. Yeah. It forces us to grow faster. It forces us to look at the world in a different way. It's obviously it's all, it's all these and it, you know it it, Sudi, it makes me think of like in high school we had all these like little 13 and 14 year old girls you know thinking we're, we think that we're grown we're in puberty butts are growing boobs are growing and hormones are raging and your 13 and 14 year old impressionable young young girls you just getting their periods for the first time mm-hmm. and they're dating 18 year old 17 year old 19 year old dudes you know, and, and back then in high school, they were always gloating about dating these older men, you know. And But now I'm 27 years old. And looking back, I'm like, these are some perverted ass men mm-hmm. dating these 13, 14, 15 year old girls, getting them pregnant at an early age. They actually I don't know how long this label has been in the um, in the I guess in our society, but grooming like the grooming culture. Sudi, have you heard of it? Mm-hmm. So this is some, this is a new word for me, mm-hmm. but I know it far too well we know a lot of people that have been groomed at an early age by Mm. older people and it's creepy it's it's it it gives my whole body like chills it's like what are you doing with what do you have in common with the 13 year old girl Mm -hmm. besides like obviously manipulating them into like loving you and doing whatever you want and you're having sex with these 
underdeveloped bodies, even if they are overdeveloped, these are underdeveloped um, minds. Like it's just, it's, it's disgusting and it's a repetitive pattern. It's disgusting. I hate to tell you if you're listening to this and you are 25 years old, 28 years old, and you think that fucking with a 17 year old is cute. It's not cute. You are a pedophile. You're a pedo. You're a pedophile. You are a motherfucking pedophile. And you know what? You're probably dating a 17 year old girl because people our age know that you ain't shit. Mm -hmm. You ain't doing nothing with your life. Yeah. What are you doing trying to get with a 17 year old girl if you don't let her enjoy her teenage years? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm so tired of it. We have, like, oh, I'm getting flashbacks to this R. Kelly and shit with the whole grooming thing. Yeah, every single time. it's We're reminded like it's like a constant reminder that men don't look at us with any type of respect and it's the craziest thing we are the most valuable gender in this fucking world we literally give a life Bro, my our like, baby comes out of my vagina like and you guys constantly find ways to just put us down disrespectful disrespect us not give us our like what's wrong with men yo i know it probably sounds like we're bashing but i don't really care if it sounds like that right now i don't because, give a shit I know that me and Sudi don't bash men, but we need to talk about it. It's, I don't think bringing this to light is actually bashing yeah. men. And if it makes, if you're a man and it makes you uncomfortable, then, then you need to check yourself. The shoe is fitting for a reason mm -hmm. because I have a lot. We both have lots of male friends that agree with us when it comes to this culture that needs this rape culture. It needs to get checked. Yeah, the whole boys will be boys shit. It needs to go. Nah, boys need to be held accountable for their fucking actions. Yeah, and it needs to start obviously from home with their parents and talking. Because I know growing up in a sexist culture, my parents would give my brothers uh, different conversations that they would give me. And I mean, so I feel like, Sudi, when I have a future, like if I have a daughter and a son, 100% we're going to teach our sons to respect women, value women. Um, but because of how society is, I'm still obviously going to tell my daughter to pr protect mm -hmm. herself. I, w I was, oh, when I was younger, my parents were overly protective. I was like, oh my God, what's going on? Why do they give my little brother more freedom? He's smaller than me. Cause you know, girls hit puberty first. And, and now I'm like, damn, you, we, we need to change the narrative, right? And talk to sons, but we also have to be realistic of how our society is still like the way it is. So mm -hmm. we still need to protect the daughters while having these conversations with our sons so we have to tell our black and brown sons to be careful when you're out there because the world sees you as a threat and then we have to tell our daughters that they have to protect themselves because the world will treat them differently as well and then also like don't forget about the missing white girl syndrome it's like when a little white girl goes missing the whole world stops but then for countless countless years um, little brown and black girls go missing and no nothing skips a beat. Yeah, the same so, thing with sexual assault. When black and brown women report sexual assault, they don't believe them. And it, not saying that they believe white, white women more because they still don't. They still question it. They still We've question seen women it. in general. In general, period. But think about it. If a white woman is having a hard time getting listened to, imagine a black and brown woman how how would that even been? Yeah, it's just, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna it's a double whammy. Their here. story would never be told. Yeah, it would never be told. So now we have women, this beautiful young talented women like Vanessa, who we have now a reminder that again, as much as we think we're making progress, it's we're really not. And this is what we fight for. This is what we fight for. We fight for women and men that no longer are here. 
that cannot use their voice, their voices. We have to amplify their voices. We have to be Vanessa's voice. We have to be every other person's voice that we need to get justice for them. And it's sad because because it's basically people that are power, like powerful people have power versus us Mm -hmm. that, and I'm talking about like in a systemic, obviously systematic way, because I think all of us as individuals do have power to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. You know, we're powerful of how we can react towards things and et cetera, and awareness and mindfulness. We are powerful. I don't want to mix that. But then when you're dealing with institutionalized power, that's a whole different ballgame because mm-hmm. we are in the system. This is the system playing, right? Yeah. So so how do you, how do you defeat a system that was meant for us to lose? Man, listen... For the family of Vanessa, we're with you. I'm um, so sorry. I'm so sorry that you're experiencing this. Oh, can you say Mrs. I Dad? want the mom to raise all motherfucking hell. And I know she has been. She's been doing it. But once they identified, because it's, again, they have not identified the body parts that have been found. But we are all, we all know that they belong to Vanessa. Once they run that test. And they identify the body that it does belong to Vanessa. I need that mom to raise all hell. She I need all of us to raise all hell. Listen, it's she, Vanessa's all of us. She's all of our sisters. She's all of our brother, uh, brothers, mothers. She is someone. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even have to be a. She is somebody. Yeah. And that should be enough. And her mom did say that. It, she's like, I hope Vanessa's found alive because if not, I'm going to be raising hell and I'm going to be moving mountains and skies. And Fort Hood, literally, after hearing about the Fort Hood Army base, after hearing about all the horrific events that we didn't even finish mentioning, all the other crazy shit that has happened in that base, in that base, like the whole mass shooting of one of their or uh, one of their corporates, uh, just lost her shit and went in there and shot up the place. Do, did you guys remember hearing about that? I, I, do you, I kind of remember. Do, do you guys remember anything that happened afterwards to stop that from happening? Because then again, it continued to happen. Not a massacre, but then you hear about women and men in that exact base that go missing, that kill people, that shoot people. Like, that that place reminds me of Rikers, Rikers Island. Yeah. It literally does. Rikers obviously needs to get shut down. Shut it down. Fort Hood needs to get shut down. Too many things have happened in that particular base. Way too many things. It has to get shut down. I mean, the ratio for male to uh, male to female is four to four to one, and in some bases, it's about ten to one. That's crazy. So let's put that into perspective, people. And it like, Sudi, how does how does this make? I mean, obviously. I mean, I know how it's making you feel, but like, how are you feeling right now? You being a woman, you being a woman of color, you being a Latina, like we are Vanessa. Mm-hmm. We are Vanessa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally that. That's exactly what this is. Not even a, not even a second. Like we don't even have to question this. Even if we're, we're not women, this could be your daughter. This could be your sister. This could be your mom, your aunt. So this is not about like a gender thing. Like, oh, women are going to stick together to fight for justice for this woman. This is no, a, this again, is a humanity thing. A humanity, humanity thing. This whole division thing of men and women and of color. It's like, no, man. We all need to be uh, against 
injustice. I don't understand why is that so hard to understand. I don't understand. I don't know what people... I honestly don't know what people fight for when it's not injustice. I honestly don't. I mean, I'm trying to find different ways that people can help uh, the family. So, I'm assuming that once they find, they uh, say, confirm that the body belongs to Vanessa. Yeah. I think the military has their own way of doing, like, funerals and things like that. So, I don't think the family really has to do much. Uh, um, And I don't even think the body's not even fully, I don't, guys, Everything the is, body's not, like, I, 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 Identifiable. It, they, they destroy her body so much With that the, it is so hard to identify her. So, they... They after they bludgeoned her with the hammer, they had to chop her up with the machete, and then they threw acid because they wanted to. They wanted her body to start burning and like on top of, eating itself. And then on top of that, they put cement. They cemented yes. the body too. So I'm like, so it's gonna oh. be hard. I mean, it's obviously we know that the the body belongs to her, but it's gonna be a little harder for them to like confirm it. Um, but ways that you can help the family. You can go on change.org. Um, that's the place where everybody signs petitions. You can sign the petition. So the uh, military is no longer investigating this. Because like I said, it's a conflict of interest. Therefore, the FBI should be investigating this. I don't know what the hell is taking them so long. But they need to. Somebody else needs to step in. So you guys can go on change.org and sign the petition. We are doing the exact same thing we did for Breonna Taylor. The exact same thing we did for George Ford. The exact same thing that we have done for all Elijah McClain. Everybody that we have been fighting for, we're doing mm-hmm. the exact same thing for Vanessa because her name would not be forgotten. We're not going to forget her name. You better remember her name. Say her name, Vanessa Guillen, okay? Vanessa Guillen. And please, guys, it takes two seconds. Like, it's super fast. Called, sign your petitions, and Email, go out there. If you can protest, go out there and protest. And we're going to demand that justice is served for this young woman. Thank you guys so much for listening to us on this Friday night. Thank you guys. And once again, we're here every Friday night at 9 p.m. And Theo Manny is there at 8 p.m. to liven up the mood. And then we're destroying it. White supremacy. One, one podcast at, at a time. time. Thank you guys so much. We are the Power Girls. We'll see you guys next time.